Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. The reading is taken from the Gospel of Matthew and can be found on page 966. So page 966. It's Matthew chapter 2 and it's verses 1 to 12. The Magi visit the Messiah. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, they replied, for that is what the prophets has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. When Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord. Can't forget the props. Well, happy Christmas. Lovely to see you all. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Now, I wonder what your favorite Christmas present will be today. My best ever gift was a snooker table. And it was uh, probably the, the first time that I actually received what I'd hoped for. And thinking about it, probably the last time. <laughs> In my family, uh, gifts were very practical. Uh, like the year that I received a, a pair of driving gloves. And I was only 12 years old. <laughs> it was usually a, a jumper and socks. And the truth be known, nothing has really changed. Except this year. My wife has discovered Costco. To my delight, this morning, I received this. <laughs> Look at that. Am I not the most popular man in the house? Now, over this Christmas in our services, you know, we've been thinking a lot, haven't we, about the gift uh, that, God, uh, that God gave on that very first Christmas. 
We've been thinking about Emmanuel, God with us, the Lord Jesus, God's gift to the world. But as well as Jesus being God's gift to us, Jesus also received some very unusual gifts. They came from the Magi, the wise men who, remember, followed the star to find Jesus. Now, one five-year-old boy was asked what gifts the Magi brought to Jesus. And he said, gold, frankensteins, and smurfs. <laughs> well, almost. It was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we're just going to have a look at those three very quickly this morning. Now, the first was gold. Now, did anyone receive any gold this Christmas? This is the only sort of gold I got. Didn't we get any of these? Gold chocolate coins. Can I tempt anyone to a gold chocolate coin? Anyone interested? Oh, right. All the way. Oh, hang on a minute. There we go, Tom. Have to catch that. Oh, no. Well, anyone else? Yep. Oh, we'll try again. Yep. Oh, yeah. Over there? Yep. Okay. Anyone up there? Anyone up there? Right. Are you ready? Oh, that is poor. Let's try again. Here we go. Forget that. There we go. There's a few left if you want to see me afterwards. Now, next year, on the 6th of May, 2023, our king will be crowned at his coronation. And almost certainly, he will use the, the golden coach. Have you seen it? Do you remember, do you remember what it looks like? And according to our late queen, it is a very uncomfortable ride. It was a very uncomfortable ride. Apparently, it weighs four tons. And she said, she was interviewed, you may have seen the interview, that it moves very slowly because it's so heavy for the horses to pull. But a, a golden coach is fitting, isn't it? Because gold and royalty go hand in hand. And so a gift of gold for Jesus speaks to us about his royalty. Jesus received gold because Jesus was a king. You remember the wise men said that they were looking for the one born of the king of Jews. One born the king of the Jews. So it's no wonder when these wise men went first looking for a king, they went to a palace. Because that's where you'd expect to find a king. But you see, Jesus was a different sort of king. He wasn't surrounded by luxury and, and comfort when he was born. And he spent the first few hours of his life lying in an animal's feeding trough. But don't let that fool you. Jesus is royalty. He's the crown prince of heaven. Come as king into this world. And he's king over everything. And the magi realize this. This is why they arrive with gold. Now, Jesus... We know he wasn't wealthy in life, so it wasn't like this gold was just like a, a nice little trust fund to make sure that his life was going to be okay. No, he had no place to call home. He died with virtually nothing, so the gold didn't last. Probably the family needed it when they had to escape as refugees to Egypt to be away for some time. You see, Jesus was a different type of king who came to give up the privileges of royalty, have we understood this? Jesus is a king for us to honor, a king for us to respect, but also a king who has come down to our level. Now, the second gift is frankincense. And frankincense is probably less familiar to us 
than gold. So what's frankincense all about? Why was that given? Well, the carol, We Three Kings, says, Frankincense to offer have I, incense owns a deity nigh, prayer and praising, all men raising, worship him, God most high. Now, this time of year is a time when we celebrate a whole range of successful people being crowned as winners. So we've had the great British Bake Off. We've had the winner of Strictly and the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. Even I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And one of the highlights of the Christmas holiday for many is seeing he's going to be crowned the world's strongest man. Channel 5, 7 p.m. <laughs> now, all those winners get a prize, they get recognition, they get applause, probably all three. But nobody bowed down and worshipped them. Because, you see, it's one thing, isn't it, to respect someone, even to be in awe of them and their achievements, but it's another thing to actually worship them. But that's exactly what the Magi did. Don't miss out on that. They said to Herod, we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When they saw the child with his mother Mary, they bowed down and worshipped him before they presented him with their gifts. And if someone is worshipped, it means we're not only in the presence of greatness, but in the presence of deity. We're in the presence of God himself. See, frankincense was used in worship. So frankincense tells us that this young child, the boy Jesus, was God in the flesh. You see, if Jesus wasn't God, then all this fuss about him every Christmas is not just a bit over the top, it's scandalous. It's only right, you see, to worship God. So it can only be right to worship Jesus if he is God. It's why Jesus matters. It's why he really matters. And matters not just on Christmas Day or even Easter Sunday, but he matters every day. If Jesus is God, it means God, you see, is real. And it means that we don't have to guess what God is like. Jesus shows us. Now, I don't know when you got up this morning and your, your presents, maybe they were, they, they were wrapped. Did you go through the process of trying to guess what your presents were? And I wonder, just, just for a moment, if you could help me, because I've got some presents here, and I've really been struggling to work out what they are. So I thought I'd bring them to church. All these intelligent people, surely you can help me what these gifts are. Let me have a, let me have a look here. I've got three. Oh, what about this one? I'm really not quite sure. Anyone help me what this might be? <laughs> I've been puzzling over this one. I've been thinking about it. What? Not a, oh, I don't know about that. Anyone else? Nearly. A, a teapot. Mm, I think, mm, possibly. What about this one then? This one's a tough one. Are you sure? Honestly? Well... I'm told I can't open them until I get home, so I'll let you know, all right. And then this one, oh my, this one, I'm lost on this one. Any idea what this one is? What's this? A, a teddy? Any particular type of teddy? A bird. A bird. Ah, yeah, mm, could be, could be. It's ducky. You know, sometimes 
we can guess the presence. Sometimes we're right, often we're not. But we don't need to, net to guess about what God might be like. See, Jesus is God unwrapped. He shows us exactly what God is like. So frankincense tells us Jesus is God, showing us exactly what God is like. The third gift, very quickly, is myrrh. You know, it's helpful, isn't it, when, it, when you get the toy manufacturer that puts on, on there the sort of the age, the toy is age six plus. I think that's very helpful. But you know, there's certain gifts because it helps us realize that certain gifts are not suitable for young children. So we probably didn't go out and buy our fives this year a gift of a bottle of brandy. We probably didn't get them the latest GCHQ puzzle book. Some gifts are just not age-appropriate. And a myrrh probably falls into that category, not really the sort of gift that you expect to give a baby. See, myrrh was a perfume used with dead bodies. When Jesus' body was taken down from the cross, myrrh was one of the, the, the spices that was used to wrap his body. So turning up with myrrh is perhaps a, mo a modern equivalent would be sort of turning up with, with a newborn with a, with a funeral wreath. Except that Jesus was a man born to die. After the major had gone, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Mary, and Jesus had to, had to flee, didn't they? They had to flee to Egypt. Herod was about to kill Jesus. So Matthew's gospel begins with his birth, but the final quarter of it covers the last week of his death, before his death. A quarter of it. And to understand that Jesus' death is central to all that he is about. You see, Christmas without Easter is only a fraction of the story. And we will never understand Jesus' birth until we understand Jesus' death. To know that he not only came to live, but that he also came to die, to give his life, to restore us to God. Because Jesus is not only a king, he's not only to be worshipped, but also he is our saviour. He is our rescuer. The one who can rescue us from our wrongdoing, who can give us peace to our guilty conscience, dying to take the consequence of our sin and to wipe our record of sin clean. So gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gifts fit for a king. Gifts fitting for God himself. Gifts forecasting that his death, one day he will be a savior. Now as followers of Jesus, we do this Christmas thing because Jesus has made a massive difference in all of our lives, those who know him. And it may be that you're here this morning, just passing through, catching up with family, you do the Christmas thing, but let me ask you to stop and to take a look at the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus doesn't promise that life will ever necessarily be easy with him, but this is very important and it becomes more significant as we get older. He promises us this, that it will be a life worth living. And we will be absolutely better off. Because Jesus is the only one who can bring us back to God because Jesus is God. Because he has dealt with all our wrong through his death on the cross. Jesus, let me tell you this morning, is the greatest present you could ever receive. That's why we sing, and we'll sing at the end now. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph in the skies. With the angelic host proclaim, Christ is born
in Bethlehem. Amen. And happy Christmas to you all.